Hello and welcome to the Dis Unplugged Ladies Only Show for the month of October. We're coming to you live from the Bob Varley studio here in Orlando, Florida. It's beautiful and sunny outside. Sorry to those of you that have cooler weather today. I'm going to be joined this week, as always, by my fellow ladies and good friends, Teresa Eccles. Miss Kathy Whirling and her beautiful, festive <laughs> Halloween Mickey ears. And also Miss Leah Zanola via Skype. Hello. Hi, Leah. <laughs> and Leah also is currently suffering from pneumonia. So you guys, really, <laughs> seriously, she's here. She's with us. I can't believe it. I'm glad you're feeling better. I talked to her yesterday. But um, if you need a timeout, just let us know. <laughs> timeout. We'll put you in the corner. Um, this week we're going to be having... Uh, a discussion about all things fall here at Walt Disney World and in, in and around Orlando. Also, be doing a coffee talk, which is basically just a sort of a what have we been up to kind of segment for me and the ladies here. And then we'll also be talking about some of our fall traditions and recipes. Um, to start off, I was going to just give a little update from the Step Up Walk that we had um, two, uh, almost, oh, a week ago now. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like a long time ago. Um, we didn't talk about it on the main show. I wanted to do it here. I wanted to thank everyone that came and walked with us. We had over 60 people that wow. came and joined us. Teresa, Kathy were there with their families. And then also, um, we raised just over $12,000. It was $12,000, uh, actually closer to thirteen, twelve thousand seven hundred and fifty-five dollars wow. for Ferris's wow. Funky Bunch. That, um, he great. placed second. So thanks to all of you guys who donated um, and just shared your I don't know. It just seems every every year it's overwhelming. People just share so much, and we're so grateful. Um, we actually are going to be participating in a new playgroup that starts next week because of your generous donations. This is what helps. These are the kind of things that we get to do. Um, and then the total raised for the whole walk was one hundred and seventy-one thousand dollars. Wait, one hundred seventy-one nine hundred and thirty-three. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's an incredible amount of money staying right here in Central Florida for our local Down syndrome community. So it makes me really happy. <laughs> yeah. So thank you again for all of the awesome support. <clears throat> so what have you guys been up to? I said what I've been up to. That's what I've been doing. We're focusing <laughs> on this step-up walk. <laughs> and now that's over. So it's kind of nice. I've just been getting ready for fall. Getting ready for. Um, the, I'd love to say the, the cooler weather, but it is, it is cooling off a little bit. Thursday is when it's supposed Thursday? to get cool. Okay. And I made these lovely pumpkin. You like pumpkin? I'll try one, Teresa. Try one? Kathy, you want Kathy, one? Kathy, you want a sure. pumpkin ball? Pumpkin donut hole? Thank you. Leah, I'm going to eat one for you. I'm not real big on all <laughs> things pumpkin, oh, so, so I'm going to try this now. You don't like pumpkin? Not really. Okay, I like pumpkin. <laughs> anyway, but no, um, food's a big part of fall for me obviously mm, tastes like dunkin donuts it is dunkin donuts <laughs> <laughs> nice recipe teresa <laughs> no so anyway no you, we've just been i've been working busy 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 working 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 you have a child that started college though didn't you yes yeah is she enjoying it she is she's um stretching her legs a little bit is she still living at home oh yeah she's still living at home but she's um, stepped it up a little bit. She's more in the adult world now, so she's there's more responsibilities come with it. And I'm enjoying it. She's doing a lot to help me now. So nice to see that change. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. We're still struggling through middle school, Stella, and getting used to you know going class to class and yeah, yeah. So it's been, it's been good. Good, it's been fun. What about you, Kathy? busy working and katie's been working a lot so we've 
we've had some friends come into town, so we've been over at the parks quite a few times, and that's always fun. And doing food and wine, that's our usually Monday evening tradition. Now we've been going to the parks on Monday. Every week. Since food and wine started. Wow. I'm jealous. I'm super jealous because I have, I've been twice. Both times we had children with us, which that's fine. I like taking my kids to Epcot, but it was always on a Saturday. It was hot. It was crowded. Uh, I didn't wait in the lines because they were horrible. So my experience at Food and Wine this year has been terrible. It's the first time in 12 years that I can say I really did not have a good time. Yeah. I haven't had the time. I've only been twice. Oh, you're so close, Kathy, though. I mean, you're... It's almost like, in the backyard. Yeah, practically. or it, yeah. I've got to actually plan, you know, where I can get that hour to get there, and and it's just, you know, I know, just a couple times. So, but it's been fun. So, so we, you know, you take your turn. One time you go towards Mexico. One time you go towards Canada. You know, we haven't made it all the way. I, I would never try to make it all the way around, but we do like half each time. They it's also cool. took away my Greek salad, which really made me mad. I first of all, I have to say, I got really mad because I went and got in the line without looking at the menu beforehand i was like oh i want my salad they all went to get in line in canada to get soup i Mm -hmm. want my salad it wasn't there get up to pay like i want to never mind (laughs) (laughs) and i left oh i was so sad i was really upset well Um, one of our friends from the last podcast cruise we call mr appetizer was in over the weekend and appetizer we you know i've tried a lot of things at the food and wine but he gave me some new things to try. Really? Yeah. Appetizers? So, mm-hmm. So I want to go back this time and try. I didn't know there was a fried shrimp. Um, there's some kind of uh, like a mango relish or something that goes on it at the refreshment port. That sounds really good. Um, and then he was saying the pork sliders from Hawaii were supposed to be really good. They really are good. really good. That's so the only thing I those. ate the last time I was oh, okay. there. I think Sean <laughs> likes those a lot. Pork sliders. Pork He's sliders. Here, but you can talk, though. I can't talk back there. Nope. Mics are muted. Are they really? Yeah. That works for me. (laughs) Can I mute my husband's mic at home? (laughs) Oh, what about you, Leah? Besides your whole family being sick. (laughs) I know. For like two weeks, we've all been sick. And so I haven't even put on real clothes or anything. It's been like three or four days since I've put on clothes. I haven't left the house since Friday morning. So you got your jammy Uh, bottoms on? I do. I do. (laughs) I look nice from the waist waist up. up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and I don't even have carpool this week. It's my week off. So I'm literally not leaving my house until I think maybe tomorrow I might go somewhere. But i on that. But like since the last time we've recorded, that's like been a long time. Yeah. So Jonah started kindergarten. So now he's in school all day, which is kind of awesome. <laughs> so because um, before I had to leave to go pick him up in the middle of the day. So it kind of took a lot of time out of the middle of the day. Um, what else is new? I don't know. The weather, it's getting cold. I think it said it was 47 out today. Oh. <laughs> I got outside to actually check that. But yesterday it was 70. So we were all outside playing and we played in the backyard. The boys have been big into football. And so they've been out playing. And so we've just been enjoying the weather while we still have it. So it's supposed to be frosting tonight. So Oh, I'm we'll jealous. Mm. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Keep your 40 degree weather. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, we we're going to talk about a little bit about a news a news kind of story or news item. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about was the fact that they're going to be offering valet parking this fall at Downtown Disney because of all the construction going on there and building the parking garage. So um, 
It says that they'll, beginning October 21st, today, guests will be able to valet park their cars for $15 plus your tip. <clears throat> this will be on the west side in front of Cirque du Soleil, um, but only from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m., and it will last through the holiday. Um, Tables and Wonderland cardholders will be able to take advantage of the service for free when they present a restaurant receipt from that evening. Because right now, lots H, I, J, and K are closed. Um, And then they're going to, yeah, right. They're closed to prepare for the building of the parking garage. Wow. When's that going to (laughs) happen? Late fall 2014. fall 2014. They just closed another road. They said entrance three is now going to be exit only. You can't go in that way. And then... What was it, Kathy? Between the AMC theaters and Disney Quest, yeah. Disney yeah. Quest is mm-hmm. going to be closed. So, so that's that's a lot. It is. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I'm glad they're offering the valet during this time because for me, if I'm going to go there, especially if I'm alone with Ferris and Finley, I will valet. I will pay that fifteen dollars for that luxury to be able but to get them to out of my car down by. When I go, I go on both sides. I okay. don't just go on one side. So, but that's a long way to walk back over to the other side if you don't have any plans to, you know. Oh, no. That's a great walk to wear toddlers out. Run. Oh. You wear toddlers out. It wears out us grown-ups. Exactly, Kathy. (laughs) I was there Saturday morning for the Dragon Boat Festival. At 7.30 in the morning, it was hard trying to find a parking spot Mm -hmm. in that area. So, when it gets closer to the holidays, I don't think I want to be anywhere near downtown Disney. You're probably right about that. You know, when you think of like the world of Disney, there isn't, I mean, I can get that merchandise somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I'd miss the Earl, but I can't see me going through all that traffic just to go to downtown Disney. Yeah. Yeah. But to mingle with the people and all the hoobalation of the holidays. I can hoobalize somewhere else. (laughs) That's what I want. I want to, you know. Bump shoulders with shoppers with their bags. and You have to go with my son because he wears... Do you see the hats that they always have at Christmas? It's like a Christmas tree. Yeah. And we have one that lights up and he like rocks the hat and people are like, hey, like the hat. So you have to come wow. with us sometime. So. Oh, that's fun. I don't take it that far, but I, I do have to get out. <laughs> I don't know. That's what She's I like, just like I don't take it that far. And she came dressed in orange and black today. <laughs> she has like all of her little Halloween props going on. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, would you like my ears? It'll match your outfit. I was gonna wear mine. I forgot. That is too funny. Oh, I brought a candy too. Maybe wants candy. Oh, oh yes, my. she has M and M's, M and M's and Kit Kat's head. Oh, Lord have mercy! You didn't shrink a cat's head for that, did you? No, I've had this little. I love my little. She talked about her pagan fall rituals in the email, so I don't know. <laughs> doesn't involve cats, though. Man, I don't do anything with cats. Um, the other news item we were going to talk about is cast member behavior. Kathy had brought this up. Um, which I think is a good topic. I called it the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> because you do have, and I have to personally say that I have not had a bad experience with a cast member in a very long time to the fact that we're, I can't remember. Most of my experiences have been good as of late. So I'd like to hear some, some bad experiences. Or I don't know that, I like to think when I go into the park, you know, if I go in with a good attitude, I'm going to get a good attitude back. And I understand that people have a bad experience, but Sometimes I'm not so sure it's the cast member that has the bad attitude. It's the person going into the park that has the bad attitude. Because we've all been in the parks, I'm sure, where people feel they're entitled Mm -hmm. to be there. Or you hear those people that go, do you know how much money I paid for this vacation? I think people go in with, what, higher expectations or 
They're entitled. Personally, I feel that the attitude that you give is what you're going to get back. Yeah. You know, I, I, I could not be a cast member. I really don't think that I could. I was well, once upon a time as a lifeguard. Time. You couldn't be up and happy all the time? Well, if somebody came at me mean, I'd want to be mean. You know what I'm saying? You know, it coming at me being like, well, I didn't, yeah. you know. I, and initially, I would want to be mean back. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> but if you come at me with a good attitude, then more than likely I'm going to be nice about it, you know? See, I, if someone comes at me mean and hateful or just in a in a mood, my first reaction is to turn it on him and, and be overly happy and nice because that usually is going to take him off even more. <laughs> but if they were, you know, if I had to stay around someone like that all the time, I would, I would probably turn, you know, like you say, you, you give back what you get. Right, exactly. That's how I feel about it. You right? know, I mean, I don't know. I, well, I have, um, you know, three kids, if everybody hasn't heard me talk about my kids enough, but two of my kids work for Disney, and I don't usually get into that, but my daughter, if you met her in real life, Katie has a very, very short fuse. Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> and, you know, breathing sometimes sets Katie off. But when you see Katie on stage as a cast member, she's totally different because she knows that she has a role that she's supposed to do, and she is the most polite, sweet, engaging person. Not that she's not, you know. <laughs> But wow, you got to go home to this. You know, I asked her if I could talk about her, but oh. um, you know, on on stage, she's she's very good. She knows what she's supposed to do, and maybe that's what it is with some of the cast members. They just don't know like where their job starts or stops. Well, what are we talking about when people are saying they're mean or ugly cast members? What are these cast members doing that are so? Is it just yeah? Because. I'm not sure that I have examples of bad cast members. I mean, I'm sure every once in a while, but I keep hearing about this on Facebook and on the boards. People are talking about all these bad experiences, and I'm not having those. So I don't know what everybody's, what they're talking about. Well, Pete mentioned a couple weeks ago that there was somebody that, what, said, said a bad word standing down at the end of the street. And, you know, some of the cast members, um, I've seen them. They've not waited on me, but, like, where they've... You know, they're talking to somebody else, and it's like you're interrupting them when you want to be waited on. Those kind of people, I just walk somewhere else. Yeah. But, you know, there are, you know, and, and not necessarily like anything that sticks out, but like the college program kids always seem to get a, a bad rap because. And, you know, I find that most of my really good experiences are with those college kids. And again, this is, you know, I have a daughter who did the college program <laughs> twice, and I thought she did a really great job, but. I think, like, in my case, like, my kids look at Disney as, like, their career, where I think a lot of people who work for Disney don't look at it. It's a job. It's, you know, it's it's just what they do to fill up their day to make a few dollars. I agree. Um, Anna would be one of those cast members, too. Yes. My sister-in-law. She yes. is in it for the long haul. She loves working for Disney. And I don't foresee her ever working anywhere else, in my opinion. Um, and I would imagine that she probably made a lot of people happy i can't imagine anyone having a bad experience with anna um and like i said before i have not had very many bad experiences all of mine have been mostly good um we actually had a cast member one day we were waiting to see at the character spot at epcot waiting to see those you know the fab five there and he came up to me and he just asked he said do you have a gag card well at this time they were still 
GAT cards. They were not DAS. And I told him no. I said, we, you know, we try not to use it when the weights are not uh, long. We try to make him wait and understand that he can, you know, he can and he should wait. And he was like, oh, okay, I just want to make sure that you were, you know, fully aware of the things that he could use and do. And this, this man was a little person. And so I think that maybe he recognized another person that uh, special needs or, mm-hmm. you know, by, people like to say disability. Um, so it was really meant a lot to me that he came and said that to us, you know, just making sure that we were being taken care of. So I don't know. I don't have many bad stories either, Leah. <laughs> I know when I lived in Pennsylvania, if I was having a, a like a bad day with my job that I had up there, that was an excuse for me to come to Disney because I could come to Disney and, you know, this is probably the bad, way, wrong way to say it, but when I saw, like, really, they're not highly paid, and they could go on stage and have, you know, a great personality, anything that was going on in my life was like nothing compared to that, because I was making a lot more money than they were. You know, so... <laughs> so their misfortune cheered you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's just as easy to be nice as it is to be crabby. Yep. And... You know, and I'm sure, I mean, heaven knows I have a temper, but, you know, sometimes it's just much easier to be nice than it is to give somebody attitude. I try to remember that you, especially when it's a stranger, you don't know what that person has going on in their life. You know, they could be going through chemo for all you know and having a bad day, you know. So I try to remember that because like like I told you, Teresa, like I, if you're mean to me, I want to give it back. You know, I try not to do that. And that's always what I think about. You don't know what these people are going through right now you know everybody's allowed to have an off day right and one bad experience with one cast member who's having an off day like you said that might not be they might not be a bad cast member they're just having a moment and or maybe you came at them the wrong way all funky and odd and they're gonna you know have Julie's temperament and turn on me like a crazed animal. <laughs> and a story, you know, that I can... Hey, I'm relatively good compared to some of my other relatives. <laughs> a couple years ago, there was a lady who collapsed in front of um, the theater in Town Square. Mm-hmm. And people were talking about it on Facebook. They had brought up pictures. Well, the cast member who went over to assist this lady was a friend of my daughter's. And, you know, he wasn't sure if the lady was going to live or die. Now, just imagine, now he walked somewhere else in the park. And somebody goes, oh, he's got an attitude. Now, look, he, he was just dealing with a lady that they didn't know if they, she was going to live or not. You know, people, cast members are human. Right. You know, they get upset. You don't know that they were in a meeting and found out that, you know, their, their job is going away. You just never know. Oh, and, man, that'd be a bummer. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I think everybody thinks that when they go to Disney, you're just always supposed to get, you know, pixie dust. I'd rather know that I got like attitude back that like they're happy that they're there or they they did what they were supposed to do in their job. They don't have to go over and above. Mm-hmm. Just do their job with a smile on their face. I think sometimes people think because they spent a lot of money that they're supposed to get now special treatment. That's a good point, Kathy. I it like kind of seems too like um, people that are having these bad experiences are then sort of throwing it on Disney as a whole mm-hmm. and making it, you know, well, this is happening all over Disney property. And like I said, I'm not having these experiences, so it can't be everywhere, you know? Could it be, too? Because you know how sometimes when you get the really clueless people who come to Disney that they think any answer you give them is, like, the wrong answer? Like, they think they're supposed to 
take you by the hand. You're supposed to take them by the hand. And, you know, I always felt like when you came to Disney, that was one place you needed to go on a vacation, that you need to have a little bit of an idea of what goes on in each park rather than just show up in the park and now they're in a bad mood because they don't know how to get to Space Mountain or Tomorrowland. You know, you have to put a little bit into your vacation. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yes, but I think the people that are clueless, if you want to call them that, that are just coming and not doing any research, I think they're just, that's the type of person they are. I don't think, I think the people that are complaining about having bad experiences are the ones that know what they think they're supposed to be getting. Does that make sense? People who are saying their expectations too high. Yeah, they think it's all going to be, you know, I paid X amount of dollars for this. And you're going to put a smile on your face, Kathy, and you're going to be happy and you're going to do whatever I want you to do. And be nice, and, and no matter what I'm asking of you, how I'm going to treat you. That's those people are the ones that end up taking me off because, you know, I mean, their expectations are too high. Well, it's humans; they're not robots. I mean, I apologize, Katie, but she had somebody the other day that came up and they wanted to know where they could get gas, and somehow or other they 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 got through the toll plaza, and then Katie tried to explain to them where the gas station was. And they were all hot. Am I going to be able to make it to the gas station? Well, you know, that's, oh my. that's not Katie's fault if they couldn't make it to the gas station. And then they're there. Well, what about parking? And Katie goes, well, you know, you're going to have to pay to park. Well, why should I have to pay to park? You know, that there's people who come in with a bad attitude. And depending on what kind of a cast member you are, you know, like Katie was very nice and very charming. But I would have said, because the sign says you have to pay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but they these people obviously had done no preparation for their trip yeah. and now they're because things weren't going the way they wanted they were trying to put it off on a cast member yeah and that's that's not good you know i i, I feel like i don't know maybe they just like you said kathy i agree they get a bad rap yeah for no sometimes for no reason you know sad and, world all right well we're gonna move on um, just going to talk briefly about some things uh, that are happening since it's Halloween time. Some things that are happening um, at Disney and not. So first, um, they're giving ghost tours at Titanic the Experience uh, now through October 31st. Um, that's on iDrive for those of you that don't know. I think that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it? Yeah. I, Teresa, I totally I would do thought that. of you when I, I saw would do this. That. <laughs> so you still, story, have, yeah. you still have a whole like two weeks now, so yeah. you can go and do that. Um, the sixth annual Oktoberfest is happening in celebration this coming Friday, the 25th, and also Saturday, the 26th. It'll be in celebrations, you know, the little main town square area. I thought of Sean when I <laughs> when I picked this one. Also, Mickey's Not So Scary is still happening. Halloween night is sold out, so you have to check other dates um, if you want to go still. And then Disney Quest is holding a Halloween party on October 31st from 6 to 11 p.m. It's $45 in advance and $54 at the door. Um, so that's something a little bit different. I'm still really sad that Downtown Disney took away their trick-or-treating. I know it's been years, but I'm like Kathy with the winter lights and all. I, oh, I just hate my. that they took it away. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah. It really was. So I'm just going to keep harping on it until they bring it back. Um, okay, so that's all we had to say about that. Since they're discussed, not so scary, and I haven't been. <laughs> um, let's talk about fall, y'all. <laughs> fall, y'all. <laughs> um, I know Teresa's been very excited about this. Um, I don't know about you guys, but we always go to a pumpkin patch. Kids pick pumpkins. We just started doing like the carving last year because they weren't quite big enough the years previous, you know. Um, 
we carve them, we paint them. I don't cook with them because I'm not a big fan of pumpkin things. And then this year, Corey took Finley and got her some Angry Bird pieces that you just pop into the pumpkin. And so we have a pumpkin that's an Angry Bird. Ah. <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> well, that's different. It is. Um, but look, see, those oh, must be Leah's. Okay. Leah, they, she said they use potato head pieces, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, because yeah I don't like the whole mess of, of, carving. of carving a pumpkin and having to dig out all the guts. And I mean, we'll do it at some point because every kid needs to needs to do that and you know dig out the slimy guts but this is so much easier and we get all the pieces at um once upon a toy at disney world right so we have like two big bins full of these in the family room and so the kids pull out and we're actually going to do that tonight i think because we haven't done this year i yet. think it looks so uh, funny because they have the, the little teeny tiny eyes and they're so close together yeah. <laughs> i love it well we've always Brought out the hacksaws and the knives, and everybody gets oh, a pumpkin. My kids love pulling the guts and, out. And um, in fact, we've already done it once this year. Grace and a group of her friends each went to the pumpkin patch near our house. I don't know where the heck they went, and um, brought home a pumpkin. Everybody got two or th- went, got two or three knives, and it was dark by the time they got home. So they actually did it in the house, and we, we laid down trash bags, and they all started hacking in and carving and. Ended up with four or five interesting little jack-o'-lanterns, which yeah. have already, you know, we'll have to do it again. Yeah. Because, you know, we've always done that. And we, and we usually tell spooky stories while they're oh, carving. Really? Yeah. And that's fun. Yeah. It's just like a little, you know, Stella's not into it so much. But Grace, that's, she lives for the day she hacks into the pumpkins and starts, you know, <laughs> giving them some traditional faces, you know, and others, they do something, you know, I think one little boy, one little boy's 18, did, um like a dog face but it ended up just looking funky but anyway it was fun i mean we we like that part of it i like um cory found printouts online you can print uh, like a face any pr- pretty mm-hmm. much anything so i did ariel last year and i want sophia this year because she's really into sophia and i thought maybe um either peter pan <clears throat> or buzz lightyear or something like that for ferris and then cory usually does the traditional scary face and then you put him outside with a lot with a candle in there yeah, yeah. we, we usually put them on our back porch so that at night once it's dark we keep our curtains it. open and we yeah. can see them. Because yeah. I'm like, who else wants to look at them but us, you know? Yeah. My late husband, that was, Halloween was his time. And we'd have like 15 pumpkins. We'd have like picnic benches out in front. And that was like the neighborhood thing. Everybody came to see his pumpkin carvings for the year. Now, for me, if Halloween didn't come, it wouldn't, you know, even as a kid, I didn't really like Halloween. Even though my birthday is within, you know, the Halloween season. <laughs> Do you think that's the reason? No, because I love the little Halloween things on my birthday cake, but I just don't like the, the holiday of Halloween. And I don't like, you know, when the people come to the door and you get the kids that, you know, stick the bag out. That My, my fuse is about that long. Really? Yes. Oh, Kathy's I, lights are off. Yes. She shuts the shades. Yes. She hides. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> yes. I would never. And, and, you know, they come up, ill-mannered children who just, you know, stuff their back. Put well, they don't back. get candy. Oh, no. I... I if they come to my door, I, I follow my mother's rule. Oh, hi. Show me your face. Let me see who you are. I don't know these kids now for, yeah. for Adam, but I, you know, we were little. You knew everybody that came to your door. And they get a certain amount of candy. They don't get, you know, they don't touch my candy bowl. No, no one touches my candy bowl. I'll give the candy to you unless it's someone I really know. And then I'm like, get what you, you know, get what you want. I guess that's wrong, but I don't know. We just usually you don't give out yellow. No, I, Fran. That would be the only time of the year like that he would engage with people, and he would hand it out. And <laughs> anybody who knows me knows that yeah, that's you know he wasn't 
came out. He was similar to John. Yeah, yeah. And he would do Halloween, and he'd you know, do the little chit-chat, and I'd be in the other room. And now that um, I don't have to do Halloween, Katie and I usually just go somewhere. When you were a child, did you trick-or-treat? Um, not all the time. No? No. No, because, and then that was another thing. It's like, I guess I have a problem, and, you know, it's me. But it's like, some of these people, like, especially in our neighborhood now, they, they people come in, like, in vans and just... Yes, yeah, they don't like that. And it's like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. If it was somebody that I knew, I don't have a problem with that. But, and then on the other hand, with the way the world is now, you're going to somebody's house and getting candy. You don't know what this person is See, like. that's what I don't... It's totally different it than is. it was in the... Well, in the 60s when and, I was young in the and, trick, yeah, and trick-or-treating. <laughs> I mean, it was an event, and we'd go out. We'd have – our town would have a weenie roast and a bonfire, and that's where you started at dusk. When, okay. You know, everybody – I get, I think it was the firemen or whoever the town council provided all the, you know, the weenies and the, the um, marshmallows. And you'd bring your own little stick, and you'd, you know – You'd eat your hot dog, and then you'd start trick-or-treating all That's through so town. Fun. And as you got older, you know, you don't, you didn't really do a lot of the trick-or-treating. You'd pull out, then you'd do the pranks, and you'd have the toilet paper and the the um, bars of soap, and you'd soap windows and, and toilet paper people's, tr- excuse me, their trees, and, mm-hmm. and just do all the mischievous things, you know. Oh, well, then, see, on the other side of things, back when I was in high school, we we sold Halloween insurance. So for you people that would go soap <laughs> windows and toilet paper, we sold Halloween insurance so that if they did come to your house, we'd come back to your house and take the toilet paper down and clean your windows oh for a fee. For a fee. And we raised enough money to send our whole youth group to New York just on Halloween insurance. And I think we ended up having to go back to three houses. That's great. Just That's three incredible. houses? Yeah, out of all the... I know we sold 100, 200. Wow, did you, just, you never did the whole throwing of eggs at people and stuff? Do I look like that kind of person? Throw, oh, no. please. <laughs> uh, we got into it. And then, and then the evening always ended with my mom made chili on Halloween, chili and cornbread. And that was our meal when we huh. got back home. And, you know, back in those days, back in them days long ago, you got full-size candy bars mm-hmm. and everything yeah. was full-size. And you'd, I remember hiding behind the sofa in the living room sorting it and then you'd have to hide it before my dad got up the next day because he'd, he'd always take the hershey bars and the all the you know name brand good stuff and then there was the one house in our town i'm not going to give her name but she would give you a dime and and you'd, everybody'd line up why you go to that house because you know you're gonna get a dime and then she'd ask she'd ask for it back to give it to unicef oh geez so and she'd give you this long you can keep the dime or <laughs> You can, you know, give it back to UNICEF. And I kept my dime every year. I know I'm wrong. <laughs> but, and she always had two front doors. You go in one door, get your dime, and go out the other door. And most, my, everybody else in my family gave this dime back. But that was a bottle of pop, you know. Yeah. I'm keeping that dime. That's hilarious. Well, I have to say, I did not celebrate Halloween from infancy. Um, my mother didn't celebrate Halloween. Um, she believed it was the devil's holiday. She probably still does. Um, so when my dad married my stepmother, I was four, and we got to have our first Halloween. They got married that September, and that October was mine and my brother's very first Halloween. So I remember mine vividly. Yeah. Um, we went to the dollar store, and I had the little plastic princess costume. Aww. The little plastic princess mask, little plastic. Seriously? They were yes. still making those uh-huh. things? The little okay. plastic outfit. Flame retardant you know? outfit. It wasn't flame <laughs> retardant, I don't think. Um, so... 
And then we went out, and she took us all around our little community, which, you know, we knew everybody in town. Yeah. And there's one specific house um, that the older kids in that house would dress up scary. And I had never been. This was my first time. So, And I'm already a huge scaredy cat. So walking up to the house, you know, from, from the car and going really slowly because they told me that I was going to be scared. And all of a sudden, a man jumps off the roof dressed in a full werewolf oh, costume. Geez. And I ran back to the car and I locked every door and I wouldn't get out. <laughs> so my first Halloween was a little traumatic, but I've celebrated everyone since. And to this day, I still love to dress up. But you don't like to be scared. Nope. <laughs> I like the fun, frilly part of Halloween. Yeah. I don't like the scary, ugly part of no. Halloween. When Grace and Max were little, we lived in a in Noonan, Georgia, and there was um, old Southern houses and where we'd all go trick or treating. And those people decorated the outsides. Um, there was always one yard where they there was chainsaw. It was a chainsaw yard. Oh God, no! And oh, they geez. would chase you. And but if you got through them, you got some good candy. But you know, to get through the chainsaw people. And I remember one year, Grace, I mean, they, she just took off. They were chasing her and screaming Aww. at her. Our and, school carnival, they would do that. Yeah. I mean, the high school kids would have, you know, obviously they don't have chains on them, but they're still going and it's scary and they're dressed scary. It's it's horrible if you've now, ever seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> now, your neighborhood's down here. Is, is it like mine where they sit at the end of the driveway and hand out candy? Because I thought that was so weird when I moved here. That I have seen people do that. And I think it's because like at our house, my door is on the side of the house. Like it's not in the front. And so, you know, in my opinion, it's a little bit safer for your kids if the people are just sitting out in the front yard. If you just want to walk through the neighborhood instead of having yeah. to go back into every Yeah, I thought that was door. just so strange. Like, oh, this is how they do it down south. Everybody just sits at the end of their no. driveway and hands I've, out candy. I saw no. some of that in Georgia, but not... Uh, my neighborhood I'm in now, hardly anybody trick-or-treats. Um, I have to be honest. We try to go and take our kids trick-or-treating because, I like you, Kathy, I really don't like giving out candy anymore. I used to love it, but I'd have kids coming that aren't even dressed up. And well, I don't want to give a world. It's candy. a totally it's different world up. now, though. A totally different scenario than it was when we were kids. Right. Don't you think? I yes. mean, Leah, do your kids trick-or-treat? Um, they do, but, like, we live in a little town, so we pretty much go just up and down our street and we know everybody yeah you know and so but we don't really pass out candy because it's obviously the same time that we were out trick-or-treating so now i have to ask you because a lot of churches i know around here and where i'm from do what you call trunk or treat where a Mm -hmm. lot of the people from the church community come they open their trunks they decorate it they have candy and that way the kids from the neighborhood have a somewhat safer environment to trick-or-treat in Mm because you would think people at church would be decent people right yeah we're doing (laughs) that um on the 30th and then i'm i assume the trick-or-treating around town is on the 31st um but like, like so we'll have like an hour at church where they're going to play games and you know have snacks and do all that kind of stuff and then the last like 15 minute is in the parking lot and then all the like different um Sunday school classes and stuff and families have decorated and they do a trick-or-treat there yeah. too and so um i don't I haven't heard yet when trick-or-treating in town is i assume it's next night um the, it's called Light the Night and then Trunk or Treat. And they do that on it's on thirty the 30th because that's a Wednesday, which is when they normally have youth group. So that's a kind of getting to be a bigger thing around here, too. Yeah, I was just so. curious because I've seen a lot. Well, I was looking through Orlando events for my kids because we weren't sure where we went to trick or treat yet. I've seen a lot of trunk or treating, but most of them are happening this coming weekend and not next week. So um, I guess doing it early is not that bad. <laughs> Uh, Leah, I wanted to talk to you about you guys. You go to Apple Orchard, right? Every fall. Yeah. And, um, I, and I, when we first, 
Well, Sorry, I'm just, I was just going to say, I've never done that before. I've never been to an apple orchard. I've never even seen one. Oh. I yeah. Know, isn't that sad? When, uh, when we first got married, we lived in Iowa City, and there was a big orchard there, and some of our friends worked there, and so they told us about it. And so we went, and actually the picture on our wedding bulletin is actually from that orchard. Um, it's us sitting there. And so we've gone back every year since, and then we try every year to take a picture in the same spot there. Aww. That picture on the left is what was on our wedding bulletin, our wedding program. And so this other one was just from, I don't know, like a month ago we went. Um, but we love it. We go, and this year we picked, I think, 44 pounds of apples. And so you get to get your little basket, and you can walk through the orchard if you want, or you can ride on. They've got a tractor that pulls like a trailer. And so you can do that if you don't want to walk. Um, there's our all of our apples this year. But so we always have a certain kind. And it used to be more of like we would just wander around and just, you know, try different kinds and whatever. But now we're almost like it's more like a mission. Like we know this is the kind that we want. We want tons and tons of them. So we just filled up every basket that we had. And, um, and we kind of, because we live two hours away from there now, we make it like a day. Like this time we spent the night the night before and just so we could go swimming in the hotel pool and stuff. And then we just spend the day at the orchard picking apples. And then we go try all the different treats they've got donuts and, and apple turnovers and i had a, i made a pie last night from there it was amazing that's what i had for breakfast this morning um, and so we just kind of hang out you know for, for several hours at the orchard so they we make, love it do they make cider mm-hmm. they had yeah. apple cider slushies this year that was really good yeah we grew up where i grew up they had a, a apple orchard the family run thing in the county and that's where we'd go and pick apples and get our cider always had cider all fall there's always oh. cold cider in the fridge fresh cider you can't be yeah i love apple cider i do um one of the things we didn't have apple orchards in louisiana um my great-grandparents they had pecan trees on their land and i can remember every fall going to gather pecans with my great-grandmother because she would make pecan pies and all sorts of Mm, other pecan trees southern thing yeah Yeah. (laughs) but that was always fun you know yeah just to go because it's way back in the pasture we'd have to walk far and she'd have her little bonnet on my great-grandmother always wore bonnets outside bonnets (laughs) isn't that funny um, our next show is going to not be until December. So do you ladies want to touch maybe a little bit on Thanksgiving and maybe just mention maybe some favorite either traditions that you have or a recipe, something that you make? Because I, I have one of mine, so I'll go first and let you guys okay. think. <laughs> so um, I love Thanksgiving. It's the only time that we travel for like a, a family holiday. We don't travel for Christmas. So um, since my grandmother passed, which has been quite a long time ago now, we all sort of take turns making her cornbread dressing. It's my favorite thing to make. I, it's time intensive and it takes me two days because I'll prepare everything the night before and then bake it, you know, the next day. But it's one of my favorite things to do. I love it. Is that it? A picture? No. That's, that's apple, crisp. That's no, apple, that's apple crisp. crisp. But it does kind of look like that on top. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It will look like that after you brown so it So you on make top. the cornbread and then you crumble it up. Yep. And then. I do the Trinity. I do celery and onion and um bell pepper mm-hmm. oh you put bell pepper uh-huh okay and then i also use um <clears throat> my chicken i i try to like grind it up fine so mm-hmm. you don't even know what's in there and of course like chicken stock and butter, butter. and <laughs> um my grandmother used uh some crushed crackers too so i'll crush up a bunch okay. of a pack of crackers um it's it's a very intense recipe but it is so worth it sounds my time and very similar to the one that um kelvin grew up with that we make now i'm sure it's instead of the crackers he they um 
And I'm not really sure what the point of that is. But Me either. His, but his is they have a piece of white bread toast that they crumble up in there. So okay. it would be the same yeah. purpose. Yeah. And they don't put the bell peppers in it. Now, do you have a giblet gravy that you pour over? No. no. I'm not into giblets or gravy. <laughs> they do. They have the little... And when it's okay. I mean, because it's totally different from where I grew up. Right. I grew up with stuffing stuffing is not the same and it does not taste the same and i do not like it no oh i like them all i like (laughs) i have embraced the southern because i've been down here for you know 28 years but i still love my oyster dressing and i still love the dressing that my mom made which was just white cubed bread you know croutons or whatever you want to call it made into a stuffing but we never stuff the bread and i don't use box either i know people that use jiffy do not use jiffy in your cornbread dressing that is disgusting you got to make real cornbread. Yes, real cornbread, people. And crumble it up. And, yeah, and if yeah. you don't use any egg when you make your cornbread, it makes it even crumblier and, and better for soaking up all that uh, chicken stock. All that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have any pies or anything you use? Um, no, I'm not big on pies. No? My, my stepmother makes a lot of pies and my mom. like uh, My mother loves sweet potato. She makes sweet potato pies instead of pumpkin. Yeah. Those are so good. Uh, Mama Gay, she's more of a chocolate pie kind of lady. Yeah. My yeah. mother used to do pumpkin chiffon pies. It's like a lighter... It, the pumpkin is sort of like you know you mix in the egg whites after yeah. you've, and it's it's just, just creamy. Yeah, it's not thick. Yeah. yeah, and I never knew there was any other kind of pumpkin pie until oh, really? I got married and, and met the Whirlings, and I went, oh, what's what kind of pumpkin pie is this? And yeah. I went, that's pumpkin. Pie. That's pumpkin pie. Well, that's it's like, like I had no. never had seafood at Thanksgiving until I met Corey. I mean, oh, I'm from totally Louisiana, yeah. but he's from New Orleans. So seafood is a huge part okay. of Thanksgiving, yeah. whereas in the country, seafood is no, not a seafood, huge part of Thanksgiving. It's turkey and maybe ham. Yeah. And all sorts of country fixings like greens and yams and, yep. you know. Always had um, candied yams mm-hmm. with the marshmallows on the top. Always had pumpkin pie, mincemeat pie. I've mm. never had that. Mincemeat. No. My mom always makes it. I never, I never, I always went for the pumpkin. And um, we always had grandma's salad, which is, I don't know if it has a name. It's just a jello salad. Is it green? No. Oh. It's pink. <laughs> it's like... Um, Strawberry Jello, Cool Whip, nuts, oh, mixed fruit, that. Yeah. or mixed, yeah, yeah, and it was always Grandma's salad. So that that comes with every holiday at our house. Every holiday gets a Grandma's salad. Well, mm-hmm. our tradition when the kids were growing up um, on Thanksgiving Day, it's like I got up early to you know stuff the turkey and everything, and then it's like now what do you do for the rest of the day? Or if we were going to the in-laws. So our tradition was we would go to the local park, and every year I would say to the kids, "Now we're going to find the turkey for dinner." And the kids, I, I, the kids went because I made them go. I don't think the kids really wanted to be there. But every year I'm like, okay, we're going to look for a turkey for dinner. So they'd walk through the park. And the one year, my son went and looked in the garbage can. And here there was a honeysuckle turkey, you know, that somebody must have got at work, like for their Thanksgiving bonus or whatever. It was in the bag. Nothing had been happened. He goes, look, look, I found a turkey. Well, that wasn't the kind of turkey I was looking for. You were looking for walking around. Yeah, the walking around yeah. kind that they would have in the park. So we brought the turkey home because I figured if I told my husband that we had found this turkey, it was still frozen. You're, you're making that look. It was still a frozen turkey. You know, like he must have just driven through the park and dropped it in the garbage can and they went wherever. But I brought the turkey home because if I would have come home, and this is before digital cameras and all that kind of stuff, if I would have come home and said we found a honeysuckle turkey, he wouldn't have believed me. Did you cook it? No. Oh, okay. You no, just brought it home to prove you found one. I brought someone. it home to show. So then Fran took that turkey to work so that when he told the story, he could show that 
oh here was my. the turkey. So that was our <laughs> turkey. It's thawed by now. Oh. No, we had put it in our freezer then just to keep it frozen. But then we threw it away. We didn't eat it. Oh, but my. But the kids talk about, well, see, we did find you a turkey, but that wasn't what we wanted. Wow. Leah, <laughs> Leah, tell us about uh, Illinois, Thanksgiving in Illinois. Illinois. Well, my mom makes everything homemade, and so I'm a little picky now about things because I'm so used to her making everything. I mean, she, to the point where she peels all, you know, however many pounds of potatoes, she actually had to have surgery on her thumb because she peeled so many potatoes that it's called trigger thumb, and she hurt some kind of tendon or muscle or something. And so we were all like, oh my gosh, she's got to get better so she can go peel more potatoes and, you know, make everything from scratch. Um, But so my favorite thing, I mean, she makes, you know, homemade dressing and she cooks the turkey. And I suppose now that I'm saying all this, this year, now that, you know, I'm a grown up, I probably should offer to help. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think. Yeah. My favorite thing, though, she makes um, like crescent rolls from scratch. And so she, I don't know if she, she can start the day before, I think. Sometimes she does them the day before. Sometimes she just gets up super early when she's doing the turkey because you have to, you know, mix them and you have to let them rise. And so those are my absolute favorite thing. And so I beg for her to make them every single holiday. Mm, so, wow. Yeah. But Sounds she makes good. everything. I mean, the, the pies. And she also makes the best pie crust that I've ever had. So like, No, no, I'm, that's my mother. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really picky about like store-bought pie crust. I don't really like it because I'm so used to her pie real, crust. The real know, thing, yeah. Yeah. I want pecan pie. I don't know anybody that doesn't have a traditional Thanksgiving where everything's homemade. I mean, well, like for me personally, I mean, usually everything is homemade, right? It's just yeah. not the all one person <laughs> for Leah's mom. Yeah, really. <laughs> Leah, help her. My gosh. <laughs> no, my, my mom always did it all. Now, I, I pretty much do it all unless someone's, unless my sister's here and then, you know, she delegates herself to make it all perfect and I just sit and watch and get mad but um but yeah usually there's one person that does the majority of right, it the majority but like most people bring stuff you know yeah. like everybody, well, yeah, brings, right, everybody brings if you're if like, you're getting together whether it's like yeah. a green bean casserole or like right. I, I have some cousins corn. that make i have a cousin that makes corn and green bean casserole mm-hmm. and it is so good, good. <laughs> while the men folk are watching the football game oh you know. please i'm so sick of football already uh, that's another story <laughs> Um, so anyway, I was going to say one of my absolute favorite things would be sausage cheese balls. You guys oh, know what I'm like talking about. Oh, like the Bisquick? About. Yes. Yes, Bisquick, yes. A little hot sausage and some cheddar cheese and even a little bit of cream cheese to help it stick together. Yeah. Those are my favorite thing to make any holiday. So Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, for sure. That's a good one. And, the, and you have to watch the... Um, Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, yes, we watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I hate we record the parades. Oh my god! My mother would gosh. make us watch those every year, and it's like, oh please, that's that was like our punishment watching the. Parades. Are you serious? When Snoopy come floating down, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, he's gonna hit the pole, and all the people are struggling to. Oh no. my gosh! No, I love. What's so horrible about it? Yeah, I don't know. It just it's not fast paced enough. It's like, oh look, the marching band from the. Who cares? And then oh, you know, that's Daddy's kid. I know oh it's, it's, a, it's a big deal to them. From who cares? It's like, <laughs> see, band see, no name this can. is why I didn't want to discuss traditions. No, 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 no. This is good. The marching band from who cares? No, I'm yeah. gonna cry. That's so sad. You know, because they're reading your book. Well, Biff, what do you think? Oh, oh no, yes. Okay. The parade commentary. Oh no, it's hilarious. No, no, it's it hilarious. Is. Oh, it's part of the fun of watching. It's getting There's to make always fun some of those people. Random star, <laughs> yeah. random 
person sitting there. I thought, isn't it usually Kelly Ripa now? I don't know. Oh, I don't know who it is now. But, I mean, I like yeah. watching the part of the parade where they show you, you know, like the Rose Parade, where they show you, like, it took 4,000 pounds of chrysanthemums to do this. Like, I like the behind the scenes yeah. rather than watching no, the parade. No, no, I like and, to see the chicklet throwing up her baton and drops it and tries yeah. to scurry to, no, no, no. It's it's the whole, it's and the, the people whole all bundled up along the streets, you know, of New York or whatever. Well, I'm sitting at home all cozy in my house, yeah. all warm, yeah. Oh, nice. I love all that. I do too. And the Christmas yeah, I like decorations. To see the celebrities lip syncing. Yeah, I know. You know and the floats <laughs> just like moving. <laughs> and they're, oh, yeah. And it looks real, but it doesn't. And is a balloon going to fly away? I mean, one yeah. year it's got to happen, right? Yeah. And I want to be, I want to see they, it. They, pull, they hold them so close to the ground now. It's not yeah. like it, because of accidents, but still. I still enjoy the parades. My gosh, Kathy Collins. Did you ever see Coach is like my favorite ever TV show? Oh, he's a love coach. And he was in a parade over at Universal and there was this big moose and he's sitting in the car and he didn't know that the when they stopped in front of the, the character that there was a microphone there and he's sitting there, this is like the dumbest thing and oh, what is no. this character and all this and everybody's like, oh my goodness. It's like, wow. <laughs> he felt the same way about parades I did. All right. Well, on that note, Kathy hates parades. <laughs> Not Disney ones, though, right? No. 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 Okay, good. All right. We're going to let you guys go. We're going to end our show. Um, thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you again in December. We'll let you know the date soon. And um, have a great week. <laughs>